episode of Midlife Millennials. This is episode 18, and we are continuing our series of the holiday traditions. And uh, we have a special guest again here today. We have Deb, Stacy's sister. Hi, Deb. Hi. Hi. All righty. We're going to be talking with Deb a little bit later. Uh, we are your hosts. I'm Mandy. And I'm Stacy. <laughs> and I, I just wanted what to bring up I had a... about that. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I don't know why. I love it. Everything. My name and you're all. Oh my. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Does so my conscious. name sound funny to you? <laughs> no. I don't know why. I, it, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. It was subconscious. I don't know. It's. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. What's your What's your poison? I have um Starbucks holiday blend. That I brewed in my Keurig and I put my creamer in it and it's delicious and cozy because it's really cold out here now. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I've got I've got a peppermint mocha myself, a peppermint death wish. Nice. Deb, what wow. about you? I have the last of my Starbucks fall blend that mm. also like you, Stace, and I did my Keurig and I frothed my caramel creamer and it's quite delicious and it's cold this morning. So yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. You got me hooked on the, um, the silk almond milk creamers. Mm-hmm. So now I keep buying those. <laughs> They're good. They're really good. Cool. They're and good. they do like froth up just like a regular creamer. So right. do you guys use like a little frother? Like those little spinning? Yeah. yeah the little oh, handheld. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never thought about frothing my creamer before I put it in. Yeah, makes yep. it all fancy. Life changing. Or I just, I'm lazy and I just put in the creamer and the coffee and then I froth it after and it just gives you like a foamy coffee. <laughs> and I froth mine like before. So then when the coffee comes in, it's got like kind of like a, a latte. It's got that like um, cool frothy foam. layer on top. So, you know, yeah, nice. it's your choice, right? <laughs> Whatever works. Whose kitty's meowing? Ah, uh, that's mine. Aww. <laughs> well, now, I got, now you, it's it's like a game. You have to guess which one of our cats is trying to get our <laughs> attention and <laughs> drag us away. Now I'm just sitting here surrounded by them. I'm looking for the third one because I have one right next to me and another one across the room that I can see. And I don't know where the third one is, but they're usually all kind of around me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wait, so waiting to get in on the action. Surrounded by cats. Yeah. All right. So Deb, I want to know, and we all want to know what is a, what is a good story that you have uh, for you and your, your little sister? (laughs) Unlike somebody, I didn't run away at the first sign of danger. (laughs) She, see, she's supposed to be able to take care of herself. Not, I, I'm, I'm the younger sister. I survived. <laughs> this this is true. Like you know, big sisters are supposed to be the protectors. I guess I don't. I don't know. I just remember being older and kind of a jerk because I was older. So well, and that's the thing. We didn't really hang out or really get along until we were adults, right? And mm-hmm. it just I don't know if some of that was just context for our age and when we grew up and where we grew up, or just what was expected. Like. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, four years is a big deal when you're little, but not so much when you're older. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, right. I don't know. I remember being kind of a jerk. 
<laughs> but maybe she'd hide, in her room. she'd hide in her room and she'd read and she would play. So um, our brother and I hung out a lot more. And I swear my brother wanted a, wanted me to be a boy. <laughs> well, that's because. Sense, I and I was a boy. Um, but we used to chase Deb around the house with like worms and stuff. Yeah. She didn't <laughs> I mean, Brandon wanted you to be a boy because when, when you, you were too little for a while, so it was like him and I that would play. And then when I got to be a teenager and wanted to be in my room doing teenage stuff he then he played with you but I used to dress him up and make him pretend to be a girl and, <laughs> and uh, so he was just like doing yeah, to me what you did to him yeah, yeah you know in particular <laughs> I'd make him pretend to be our cousins and we would have to like go around the house and like knock on the front door and be like oh hey we came to visit and mom just looks at us like what <laughs> so you know <laughs> That's that's why he like he had to play Barbies with me stuff like that. So it was it was just payback for for me treating him that way because he's the middle. So yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was just having this conversation with um, a couple of our cousins and Aunt Donna because I was just with them in New York City a weekend or so ago, um, and we were I was mentioning how with the OG three, because we have some, uh, we have like a half sister and a stepsister now, but the three of us that were from the same parents are all very different. Like Deb was like, definitely the girly girl, like wanted the Barbies and the dolls and would make clothes for them and stuff. And then Brandon was like, all boy, you know, had his like, trucks and cars and wanted to like, break stuff, you know. <laughs> and then I was like the gender neutral, like I loved animals. And like everything was animals, but I was sharing with them how like I really was never into dolls. And I remember like the Barbies that I did have, I would like chop all their hair off. I used to like, it's so demented. I used to like tie a string around their necks and tie them to door handles and see how many times they could swing around the door handle. Um, <laughs> you played them, uh, you and played I, at too one hard. point. What's that? Yeah. You played too hard. They became guess, weird Barbie. Well, do you remember, Deb? I know you're supposed to share a story about me, but like yeah. I remember stealing your Donnie doll from New on the block. I and I took him outside and like was up our house had like a little bit of a slope up behind it. And I remember going up the little slope and chucking this doll like as hard as I could down the hill to see how far I could throw him and his head popped off. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> I, and like, well, this is this is what age does to you. I don't remember those things, but I remember. Guys, I, remember no, I remember. I hated that, that doll, though. <laughs> you what? I didn't like that doll. I was so mad when I got. That was the year, like the new kids on the block did their dolls, and I so wanted the John doll, and I got Donnie, and I was so mad. I hated that he had like a stupid. <laughs> little tail out the back of his head because oh, you know the, like the tail yes that was nice. all the rage you know it's the 90s and so i was mad so i shoved that tail up in his head so he wouldn't have one anymore um and like he was he was like the only ken-ish doll that i had i was i was horrible to my my skippers and some of my barbies and so 
you know, maybe I passed that down to you. I just didn't realize it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, there's so many things. Like the things that come to mind when we were little are stuff like, you know, mom leaving us alone in the house or, and <laughs> we all get to roughhousing. And, you know, of course, Stace, you have that lovely scar next to your eye because of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well in the house, kids. <laughs> yeah, you know. Also, parents, if you have small children, do not have furniture with pointy wooden edges that your kids can knock each other into. So, <laughs> you no, know, I don't even remember. Like, I think we were just—I don't know—wrestling or just being dumb kids, and somehow we knocked your face into the into that um, coffee yeah. table, <laughs> and now you have a star. <laughs> We were playing with like a tennis ball or something in the house and you and Brandon were like trying to fight over it and it rolled underneath the coffee table. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, here I am. I'm like down by the coffee table and yeah, I'm going to get the ball and I go to grab it and bring my head up and like one of you had pushed the other and you fell into me and my face went Mm -hmm. right into the corner of the coffee table. I just remember being like horrified because like, obviously we didn't want to slam your face into the coffee table, (laughs) but, but like, you know, Brandon and I would fight a lot as kids. Like, so I think some of, some of it is just like a lot of those like young childhood memories are him getting on my nerves and me getting so mad at him. And like, he and I would just fight a lot, but you know, then you're there in the middle of it because you're, you know, the younger sister, like, oh, I could help this. I could do this. Um, <laughs> guess what? Now, now you have like blood gushing down your face. And I think Brandon was the one who ran across to like get mom or dad or whatever, like ran outside to find them or wherever they were like, oh, Stace has died. <laughs> you know? Well, I remember like not noticing it. And then one of you said like, you're bleeding. And then when I realized I was bleeding, I freaked out and I was like, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Honestly, I probably should have had a couple stitches, but mom's just like, yeah, we're just going to slap a Band-Aid on there. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna cover this up. up. Yeah. Give, gives you a character, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was always getting injured. I like cut my leg open following our brother up a hill one time. I like fell, and a piece of shale rock like cut straight through my um, jeans and into my leg. Yeah, and I remember exactly. like looking down, and all I could see was like white. Like I guess it was like the muscle inside my leg. And oh my Brandon gosh. was like, "Oh, we need to go get mom." So we ran. Like I literally ran with my leg cut open. We ran <laughs> over to the house, and I remember our mom came over and was like, "Oh no, we have to elevate it." And she goes to elevate my leg, and all this blood comes like yep. gushing out. Oh my god. <laughs> She like grabbed, I remember she grabbed like a sheet off one of the beds or something, wrapped it around my leg, put me in the car and took me to the emergency room. Oh my God. Is it just because you guys lived out in like the country? You guys just like, all you had to do was either be bored or like get into horrible <laughs> accidents. And uh, I feel yes. like we just were always left alone to our own devices. <laughs> yeah. It you sounds know... like a lot of mischief. You know what like they say about boomer parents. Book about it. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> what do they say about boomer parents? 
it, wow. Well, you know, they left all their kids alone and just did whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> they went and lived their lives. <laughs> what is it called now? Like unparenting or something? Yeah. Yeah. But like now you get cops let called their on kids, you. Like free range around parks <laughs> and stuff. Like free, free roaming children. <laughs> free right. range. There's like a term for it. I thought it was like unparenting or something like that. Yeah. There's something, something like mm-hmm. that. But now it's like you do that and, and people call the cops on you and like, how dare this child play by themselves? But most of us grew up with, you know, our parents were at work or we, like us, we lived out in the boonies. If mom had to go to grandma's house or go to the grocery store or something, she didn't want to cart three kids with her every time. So you stay mm-hmm. home. I mean, when we were older, it wasn't like we were really little. I was probably, you know, 12 or 13. So you watch your siblings and I'll be right back. And, you know, then you end up bleeding because apparently you got left <laughs> alone and then Stace is bleeding. So it was, you know, a normal day. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a normal day. If Stace is catching blood, hurt. it's a normal day. <laughs> I get like scratched up by everything. I don't know. It still happens. I like get scratches and bruises on me. I'm like, what? Where have I been? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I just have sensitive skin. You know, yeah. <laughs> we're we're like the opposite of dad and his brother because, you know, remember all the stories he would tell us about. He would go out and be doing all these things and then our uncle would follow and try to like do the same thing except he would get hurt and our dad would just be like, "Why are you hurt?" But it was reversed because dad was younger. So, maybe 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 that's maybe that's what it is. It's just, you know, in every there's one in every family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I always managed my injuries, though. Like, I remember being in middle school and my best friend and I at the time would, like, run around in the woods and stuff. And we'd get, we'd fall and get cut up on stuff. And we'd go back to the house, patch ourselves up and go back out. You know, it was, like, no big deal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. I guess I just kind of learned to, like, just take care of it. It's fine. <laughs> just yeah. a little blood. You don't uh, need stitches. <laughs> But stitches right. are for weak, weak people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, did you guys ever have like a story, um, like, so big family gathering, you guys are getting together for like Christmas or Thanksgiving, one of the holidays, and then have some sort of something like that happen at a family function where like all of a sudden, well, Stacey's bleeding. We got to go home. Can you wrap up my turkey? <laughs> I don't think at no. family functions. Yeah, it was because you so usually... just when you're left to your own yeah. devices. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> family, adults around or... <laughs> family functions, we also had cousins involved. So, you know, <laughs> then it's it's not just the three of us. It's the three of us plus our cousins. And there is different, yeah. depending on which side of the family, you know, we were currently hanging out with, it, the, deni- the dynamics changed. So... Yeah. I mean, I remember getting hurt at one of them, which resulted in torturing one of our cousins because he was the one who oh hit me. And so, ah. you know, there's stuff like that, but it was never like, oh, Stace is bleeding. Or if you were, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. I always got hurt outside. I don't remember ever getting hurt. Like and we were crowded well, I mean, I mean, inside I mean, a lot. Table and spent, um, <laughs> And Brandon once dropped like a glass jar on my head, but that was what? <laughs> oh jeez. Um, <laughs> your your, um, your parents your parents are all we in the house we taking pets on his kids. He was trying to catch a spider that was on the ceiling, and we used this heavy glass <laughs> jar. And I was under the jar when it fell. It was <laughs> uh, anyway. total accident. <laughs> it's fine. Got it taken care of. 
Uh, yeah. my, no, all no of this is starting to explain a lot about me now. <laughs> yeah, right. so I think we're digging deeper into what makes Stacy tick and what 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 uh, dynamic y'all had when you were younger, and how that transfers <laughs> into you guys as adults. Clearly, I, now we, that we I think about her. it, I may have had yeah. like some minor brain injuries. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't you weren't sleepy. It was a concussion. <laughs> well so with uh with all the holiday traditions and everything getting together um deb we wanted to talk a little bit about black friday because i know when (laughs) when everybody lived here in san diego y'all got together and had like super awesome plan throughout the day i got to join in a couple of the years and it was super fun uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about some, uh, Black Friday stories back in the day. Back in, well, back in the day, we didn't do Black Friday, but <laughs> I, when, did, <laughs> when did we start doing Black Friday? I think it was. It, I know when it was because okay. I had visited out here. It must've been like 2012 or something. And, um, I had stayed with our aunt Donna and she's very into shopping and they did like the thanksgiving evening like you go black friday shopping at like 9 p.m and you're out all night and so i went with her and a couple of my cousins on that side of the family and it was so much fun so the year after that i think is when we started doing that in san diego and we would do sometimes we would do the night before and then it's kind of morphed right. into like, let's get up at like 4 a.m. and uh-huh. go to Starbucks at like 6 and then, you know, whatever. Yeah, because um, yeah, I think I remember the first one we did was when um, we were still in La Jolla and every it was the year like I hosted and everybody came up to us and then we just all hung out until, I don't, I don't know, 11 o'clock or whatever and went over to UTC and did Black Friday shopping that night yeah. but I don't know that it was like I think it might have just been like you and me Stace and I don't remember mom mom was just... with us because okay. I remember okay. we went to Wilson's leather okay yeah I'm were like that, that would yeah. make sense but and then yeah it just kind of morphed over time and it was more like let's just get up early and just go see what we could see mm-hmm. um and and now I just stay home on my computer and just online <laughs> shop. Because- well, I think for all of us, it wasn't necessarily about looking for deals. It was just spending that time right. as like the women of the family. And it was just a chance to like get together, go see if we find anything good. But, you know it was more about just spending that time together. Right. Because right. I, I mean, and Mandy, you know, because you were with us for several of, of the <laughs> excursions yeah. of, you know, meet at Starbucks, like at the butt crack of dawn, get our copies mm-hmm. and then drive to, you know, whichever mall and then shop and then do lunch. And after that was kind of, kind of the breaking point of, whatever pivotal point of okay do you want to go home and take a nap or do you want to I don't know drive down the street to Old Navy or something Um, but you know I I miss that tradition like Athena and I talked about it um like last year or something year before you know since uh Stace you've moved and mom's moved um I, I haven't found any replacements so 
Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Andy, I Andy, we need to do better that. at this tradition. <laughs> I know. Right? Well, our little yeah, well, the, little sister really likes it because she kind of like she remembers being little and going with us. Right. And like, it's just something that she's grown up with. So she likes to go every year. So last year, I remember she stayed with me um, and we went, but we didn't go super early. But out here, it's not crazy busy like it is in the city. So, um, you know, you don't have to go at the butt crack of dawn. Um, <laughs> but this year, she went with our mom. Um, and I just, I didn't make it out. But they did, they did come visit me and brought me Chinese food. So that was cool. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even when we went, I remember working Black Fridays, working in retail. And oh, God, yes. Black, me too. And <laughs> I think worst. that's why I had such an aversion to them for a little bit. Like, I don't want to go out shopping. Like, that's ridiculous. Because yeah. I remember sitting in traffic trying to get to work and sitting in traffic for like an hour and a half and being late to work because I couldn't get anywhere. And, right. you know, just the insane lines of customers and just, just so many people. And it hasn't been that way. And, you know, like 20 years, the, it, it's busier, I think sometimes yeah. than it's been in, in more recent years, but it's not the same as it was when, no we were, yeah. when we were, you know, very early 20s, late teens and first getting those first retail jobs, you know, out of high school, um, yeah. it's, it's really changed a lot. I remember well, I working especially... at Toys R Us. Oh, yeah. Did you really? On Black Friday. Yeah, that was the word oh, I saw. No. Somebody had a seizure. We had to, like a kid got <laughs> so excited he had a seizure or something. Oh, yeah. and the ambulance <laughs> had to roll through at 5 a.m. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that And, well, and you're right, now, Deb, like post COVID too. It's just not what it was anyway. It was already dying out just because everybody wants to shop online, but COVID really made things accessible without having to leave your home. So why bother yeah. fighting the crowds or, you know, it's the time of year where everybody's getting sick. We've all been sick this last week too. Like why, why go out? Like just yeah. stay home, be cozy, order what you want. It'll show up at your doorstep. Right. right. Amazon does their Black Friday and uh, then they also do Cyber Monday, which a lot of other places do Cyber Monday. And that's been around mm -hmm. for for, you know, over a decade and plus. So, yeah, people are definitely catching on to the online shopping a lot more. And I think you're absolutely right. I think they kind of got conditioned to uh, the convenience of, of online shopping um, ever since COVID. And I mean, we were we kind of had to at that <laughs> point. So now it just became so much easier. Uh, I'll tell you guys, I went, so we, we did our black Friday shopping. We, I, I planned it out. I was, I, and I stuck to the, the good old, you know, Starbucks first and then, you know, so on and so forth. Well, it was, it was dead. It was absolutely dead. Parkway Plaza didn't open and we wanted to stay local. So we didn't do like, uh, I know, I think the first year I went with you guys was Plaza Bonita and Deb, yeah. it was after, so after everybody moved away, except uh, right before Tori had moved, your, oh, your right. sister, Oh, right. It was Tori, us. Yeah. 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 We went to Fashion Valley, which that was right. super awesome. It was just the three of right. us. We had a well, good time. We had tequila yeah. shots for lunch and yeah. who, who, could argue, who could argue with that? Right. I mean, at the time, you know, my daughter, with Athena not being old enough to drive yet, like now it would really work out because she has a driver's license. But <laughs> yeah. See that that's taken taking it to a whole other level. <laughs> Double shot. Step yeah. <laughs> but uh but, but Parkway Plaza didn't open until nine AM. So 
our dis- one of his dispensaries that we like to go to had a, a door buster sale at like seven o'clock in the morning. So that was like the best deal of the whole day, you know, save for Bath and Body Works. But I kid you not, guys, it sucked this year. It absolutely yeah. sucked. I, we got we got there like nobody was there. Shops weren't even open. Uh, and then people didn't stroll in until about noon. And then it was like a normal Saturday or Friday at, at the mall. It absolutely that nobody had good deals. I kid you not. It was like, it was like Black Friday Twilight Zone. Like it was awful. <laughs> it was the worst Black Friday ever. Uh, I mean, we, we were, yeah. and I went out the day after this year. Like I Saturday, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go out and like I've got to grab a few things anyway. I'll see, you know, maybe what I need is on sale still. And it was still the same Black Friday specials. So like, why even go on Friday if I can go the day after, <laughs> right. you know, and maybe it'll be less busy. Well, this, I don't have to stand in the line that zigzags through all the aisles, you know. Right. This yeah. year, I noticed they all seem to start Black Friday. Like the entire month of November was like an extended Black Friday. And I think some yeah. of that ties yeah. into the, you know, the squeeze on the and everybody's wallets, you know, the high inflation and everything costs too much. Mm-hmm. But then people start to point out, you know, memes or whatever on the internet that like the black friday sales are just normal prices like that's what it should cost it's not that it's a sale that's what it cost you know last year but hey guess what it's on sale this year so i'm like like why Uh, (laughs) yeah look for stuff online or like earmark something and then like go check it around these black friday or cyber monday and like if it's an extra great deal great otherwise i'm just buying it if it's something that is asked for, you know, on a Christmas list or whatever. Well, I think millennials in general, we just don't spend the way that our parents spend or spent. I mean, a lot of them are retired now, so they, you know, they spend a little less, but back when they were our age, you know, Black Friday was huge. You'd go out and you'd have brawls over, you know, whatever (laughs) (laughs) item there was, you know, because we all sat around with our like, toy catalogs that would come in the mail and like pick out what we wanted and then the parents had to go out and get it because it wasn't available until like black friday it was released or whatever it was like the huge thing and they would just spend oodles of money on crap so many you know crappy christmas movies in like a certain part (laughs) in the 90s where it was like i gotta go out and get this one toy but it's out of stock or yeah the one the freaking arnold schwarzenegger one yeah yeah Yeah, with a jingle all the way or whatever yeah yes oh Oh my gosh or or the year these were popular you know (laughs) right or the Um, year of the tickle me elmo that was like a huge oh my god yeah yeah (laughs) like i was pretty young when that happened and furbies are back this year That's crazy. And I'm like, right. oh, it's so weird. The original ones came out. And I'm like, like yeah. <laughs> well, I remember when the news would come on later, later, it, you know, after Friday, Black Friday and all the doorbusters had all the violence had already ensued. And then, then you would see it all on the news. Like woman is trampled at the local Walmart in yeah. Lakeside because she <laughs> tried to grab her child the Tickle Me Elmo. It was the last Tickle Me Elmo she ever sought for. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's just a- dramatic, like, tr- tr- like uh, reenactments of horrible things that had happened. That just, it doesn't happen anymore. It's so mellow. Like, it's just, it's boring. It's right. not the same Black Friday. It's like, but I, I think- mean. 
the Hunger Games of you know, <laughs> shopping, where you know you count your fatalities at the end of the shopping day, and, right. and now yeah. it's just kind of a lukewarm bath. You know, you might see the one yeah. the one Walmart in the middle of nowhere that they had some big, you know, fiasco, but that's kind of right. it. You know, yeah. so somebody got a, a, a Charlie horse in their leg, and they had to sit down for an hour icing it like that's the worst thing that happened <laughs> i threw out my back picking up that tv it's like 200 dollars <laughs> off today yeah so that makes it only 1300 instead yeah. of 1500 but i think what we're describing has been reported on quite a bit we're like you know, we're talking about going out when we would go Black Friday shopping, and it was about the experience of us being together. It wasn't necessarily yes. getting that hot item. And right. that's what millennials are more kind of known for is like, we we will pay money for the experience. Like for me, yes. it was all about that. I'm going to pay money for my Starbucks. I'm going to pay money for whatever lunch we're going to. Like it was the experience of doing those things. If we find stuff along the way, cool but it was about being together where our parents were more like product driven, you know? Right. The deals. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. right. And I think that's For sure. True. Yeah. It's just the experience driven is very much a millennial thing. And that's something that like with my kids, I've been trying to like push for more experiences, especially now that they're older mm -hmm. and they have, you know, that memory, like taking your one-year-old to Disneyland is kind of <laughs> a waste of money. If you're that kid's not going to remember it, but you know, okay. having the experience versus the material, because like we don't own our own homes in a lot of cases. So we don't have the space that you could have, you know, the newest salad shooter that was on, you know, QVC or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, you don't have that kind of traditional space where when you're consumer driven and you're, you know, buying yeah. those Black Friday things where, where we're like, well, we can't have these things because I just don't have any storage in my, you know, bedroom. Um, but I can go out and we can, you know, go ice skating at, you know, Coronado um, does the outdoor ice rink every year, or we can go oh, nice. to, you know, Disneyland and see all the beautiful decorations or, or whatever it is, you go more right. experience and you get your picture. You know, now we have cameras in our pockets all the time. So we have our pictures and our ways to document those memories instead of just the year that I got a bunch of pants and an right. elmo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I had a thought, guys. Okay, so where we all are, like economically, and how tough it's been for so many of us financially, I'm just like, why? Why can we not have Black Friday deals for things like medications, or like doctors visits, or like some sort of like other healthcare needs, or you know, groceries? And like, I totally love Bath and Body Works, like buy three get three. But can we do like? buy three gallons of gas and get three gallons of gas. Like why isn't Black Friday transferable? How about like some airfare? So like I can go somewhere and not right. an arm and a leg. Like I want my practical Black Friday deals. I have seen so yeah. many, you're gonna have to find the meme for that because I've seen so many of those this year. Yeah. That'll oh, have I to bet, be your, yeah. you know, your, your social media post will be that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Deb, what 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 would you uh what would you want to see on a Black Friday deal next year? Oh, geez, I would love to have rent on like a Black Friday yes. deal. Can that like, be a nationwide like thing? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if you saw the report, San Diego is now the most expensive city in the country. So, like, 
hooray, I guess. You know, I'm still I'm still mad about our lack of, you know, sunshine earlier for like the first six months of the year. You know, we're supposed to (laughs) where's my sunshine tax refund? (laughs) Right. Well, you know, there's like no shave November. It should be like no rent December. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, we can't complain too much. We're fairly stable in, in our rent, but still like it's a big expense and yeah, yeah, between that, and I think then across I, the board. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I don't, I don't know, I don't pay our SDG and E bill. That's that goes to my husband's. <laughs> he pays that portion <laughs> of utilities, but you know, once we start running our heat, just like when we run our air conditioning, you know, those rates go up. Um, yeah, but you know, groceries groceries are so expensive i still i have two teenagers you know to feed besides you know the two adults so right (laughs) stuff costs too much money (laughs) what about you mandy what would be your your ideal black friday special uh well i like your idea about the the miles and like being able to actually go on a trip and afford something nice and fun uh all the all the special necessities like hand soap and toilet paper and yeah. <laughs> like uh i don't know like a coupon for going to a really nice restaurant like like maybe like like you could take your family to a nice restaurant for totally free you know what i mean like it's that's restaurants having black friday deals would <laughs> be mm-hmm. something that allows millennials to actually go out and live that lavish life for one day I mean, the Maybe life everybody that they gets... tell us we live, like yeah, have all these the <laughs> unlimited mimosas and avocado toast or what lattes and avocado <laughs> toast, which is yeah. why, why we're poor. Like right. <laughs> where's, where's my avocado toast discount for Christmas? <laughs> Well, I, I think you guys are hitting it right on the, on the head with, with the whole millennial generation and just being more so driven by the tradition of things and that, how that feels, you know, the repeated th- doing something every year that y- you enjoy, that makes you feel fulfilled. And, and we all, I think, have been much more consumed by that um, sensation versus you know, the, the monetary part of it and all of the other, that other stuff. And, and yeah, it has to, a lot to do with how we're being brought up. I'm glad that the, that your kids are, you know, raised by you in, in the way that they are, because I think that that's only going to make their life more enriched. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a lot of different, um, changes in, in how we celebrate and how we do these t- traditions, you know, and so like, how, how have you, your guys' traditions and, and your holidays, I know that you guys are so how many years has it been that you lived in New York, Stacey? Ooh, uh, I moved here the summer of 2019. So this yeah. is what, year four? Maybe? Four, yeah. It was yeah. right after, you know, we got um, married. So it was right after my wedding. Hmm. So f- four years. Right. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. it's so, easy to track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then with that being said, you guys have had like four years of this already um, – kind of having already changed and switched up your routines and your traditions, but um, how has that changed in your lives individually with all the holidays and living apart and, and all of that? 
You want I to mean, take that one first step? Sure. I mean, one, I get this time of year with, you know, because it's just my husband's family. So it's just Steve's family that's here. Um, so we still have holiday traditions with his his family. We tend to do like Christmas around. We don't do Christmas with his mom on Christmas. We always do like just before, just after. And we spend Christmas Day usually dinner portion with his his uh, brother and his wife and family and then our, my father-in-law. Um, but it used to be when when everybody was here, you know, we always have our Christmas morning, me and my family, my immediate family with the kids. And then we would go to like mm -hmm. our moms, usually Stace, unless it was me hosting or you, mm -hmm. you know, unless somebody else took the hosting um, duties that year. But we would get together for like a brunch and family, you know, Christmas and presents and stuff. And then we would come home, drop stuff off and get ready to go to, you know, Steve's side of, of, uh, the, the, the celebrations <laughs> and with everybody gone, um, it's morphed where we have a lot more time for our own family Christmas mornings. So we, we still get up pretty early. Um, but we have a lot more time to like actually have breakfast and to take our time. It's not a, oh, we got to get up and we got to get through stuff because we have to be to, you know, to my mom's at this time. And then we got to be done there because mm -hmm. we got to be to his dad's or, you know, wherever at this time. But this time too, with everybody, since everyone's left, it always makes me kind of sad because I miss those big like holiday get togethers with my family and I don't have mm -hmm. that opportunity anymore. So you know, it's like I always think of everybody getting together and kind of wish I could be there. And sometimes I get passed around on the phone. Um, but that, I don't know, that, that kind of sucks. <laughs> and I don't really like it because I'm talking to everybody for like two seconds and all I hear is everybody else in the background. So it's like I'd rather, you know, you know, get to talk to Stace on, on my own on another time or talk to my mom at right. another time. Um, yeah. You know, if I can't be present in the room, it kind of loses its magic. But yeah, yeah, this time of year is always kind of a little bittersweet since since, since family members migrated away, especially when Tori left. Um, our sister, mm -hmm. our sister Tori, um, she yeah. she <laughs> left after um, Stacy had moved and Mom had moved. So you know that first year yeah. it was we still we did Christmas morning with her and Carla and and Mandy. Did we invite you that year? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, probably. But, I mean, yeah, we that year we did uh, we did the Black Friday and we tried to keep like. Right, right. We still tried to. Yeah. yeah, for like one more year. But, you know, then then uh, they also moved. And so it's just kind of been adapting to it. But, you know, we've kept up our family traditions, which my kids have, at least my daughter has expressed that she really enjoys, which were built yeah. on our traditions days when we were kids. So. Mm -hmm. You know, in some ways, I've kept a lot of those going, even though you know the context is different, the time is different. I, I like that you 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 started with the the positive that really you know the heartfelt part is that you were able to, you're able to kind of form your traditions and your 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 holiday with spending more time with uh, cultivating that with your immediate family and that you know so it's like taking the beautiful positive of that and then, um, but you guys still. You know, and I could feel that I I feel you. This is my first year with us being kind of without my family around, except for my mom. So it, I that that hits home. I think that's uh, very beautifully put. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's hard because when we were kids, um, 
we did huge family get togethers and we would do half the day with our dad's side of the family, half the day with our mom's side of the family. And, you know, they all had, there, there was four siblings, you know, on each side of the family. Plus they all had multiple kids. So it was a big, um, big get together. And then you include the grandparents and everybody too. And we've really, you know, it's just pared down and pared down and pared down over the years. And, um, now, like last Christmas was very interesting for me because it was my third single Christmas and um, I had moved to a smaller place. So in the past, like I had a bigger place and I would host and it was kind of convenient for everybody to come to my place. Um, well, now I don't have a place that's very big. It's not comfortable to have everybody here. So I ended up kind of driving all over the place. I was at my brother's for a while and parents came over there. Um, then I had an invite to one of my cousins and did like a little dinner thing there. And then one of my other cousins invited me out and I ended up like at the bar scene, like all Christmas day in the evening. And like we played pool and had drinks and like, it was, it was kind of fun. I'm like, Oh, that's what single people do on holidays. When they don't have something. Oh, so, um, it was really kind of interesting to have gone from, you know, a childhood of these huge family get togethers. And then it's just dwindled and dwindled and dwindled, you know? Um, and I know Mandy, you had gone to several of our Christmases back in mm -hmm. California. And like, now I don't really have friends that do that kind of thing. And like, I, I haven't been invited by friends to anything they do, you know? Um, mm -hmm. But I have to say, like, I enjoy now not hosting. Um, the hosting part to me is stressful because I'm, like, anal about cleaning and stuff. I mean, we all are. Um, <laughs> so um, it can be very stressful for me to be the host. And, like, I feel like I don't get a chance to, like, sit down and enjoy my time. So being the one who can kind of float to wherever I want to go, it's kind of nice to just go on my own time. I really enjoyed, for as, as sad as it sounds, um, waking up last year and like having my Christmas morning and it was all to myself. And I made my coffee <laughs> and I had my little like YouTube Yule log going with my Christmas music. Nice. And I had like, you know, Deb sent me gifts and I had some gifts from my other sister and stuff. Um, so I opened those and kind of took my time and it was just nice. Like I felt like I could relax. I didn't have to rush anywhere. Um so I am kind of hoping that this year is a little bit like that. Um, I don't know. I think yeah. I'm, like, I'm finally comfortable with this, like, living on my own kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> How I, I can do the holidays this way. But what I really love to do, and you, of course, would be interested in this, Mandy, is, like, if we can all get to the point financially where we can all pick, like, a destination, like, hey, we're all going to go stay at this ski lodge over the Christmas week or whatever between Christmas and New Year's and like let's just all like I don't know Airbnb or whatever whoever can go can go and we just spend the holiday together it's not about gifts it's about like hanging out catching up you know maybe doing something while we're there but like I'd love to be able to do that like That'd in the awesome. future especially as like you know Deb's kids are growing up and they're gonna have their own things they want to go do too so it'd be cool to just say you know we're all in different states why don't we just pick somewhere random that we all can go to? You know? <laughs> that would be really fun. 
Yeah, that would be awesome. I, I'd be totally down for that. Maybe <laughs> one day in the future. It's, it's yeah. just, you know, everybody, everybody changes and obviously people grow up and people move away, people, you know, and so we're, it's like we're constantly having to change our traditions, our change, you know, modify things uh, so that they can still happen, but they just, you know, have to be modified a little bit because somebody's not there or, you know, whatever the case is. But as long as, as long as there's still that connectivity, you guys are still able to get together uh, either on the phone or, you know, doing something else. I think keeping that alive is, is, is really important, but getting together is obviously going to be all that much more fruitful, I guess. <laughs> right. And like, as, as my kids, you know, as I had them in established holiday traditions, I've tried to like pick the ones that like I enjoyed the most to like cultivate and like continue, mm -hmm. like we'll see where they get in their own lives, you know, how long it, you know, if that's something that they continue themselves, but, um, you know, like going back to when we were kids, Stace, and you know, our, our Christmas morning ritual is very much what I have um, done with mine is like we would, we weren't allowed to come out of our room until, you know, mom mm -hmm. and dad got up. And they, I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> weren't allowed is kind of a loose term because I remember us like bolting across from our, our rooms were on the other side of the house. You know, we would wake up and then we'd run across and like, right into our parents' room and wake them up. And then it was go back to your room. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, but, you know, so we weren't technically, you know, allowed out. And then it was, you know, mom and dad would get up, they would turn on the Christmas lights, they would turn on Christmas music, and, you know, somebody always started a pot of coffee or whatever. And that's, you know, what I've done with with mine is they're not allowed to come out until I get up and I turn on the lights of the tree and I turn on Christmas music. And, and now because like our home has two floors, you know, they get to come down to like, you know, Chris, oh. Christmas central and it's all very cozy. Yeah. And, and that's something that, you know, um, my kids have grown to appreciate and something they look forward to every year. And I hope that that's something that whenever they have their own independent families that they, they can continue on with, you know, in whatever shape or form that takes for them, but just having those, like, you know, this is what we, I remember doing it when I was small and it always made me feel mm -hmm. very comfortable and at home and just like, oh, I love Christmas. Like a lot of my like fond Christmas memories are based on that cozy home feeling in the, yeah. in the early morning. Mm-hmm. And Christmas movies too. Like mm -hmm, I think the, mm -hmm. the days that I may mean, not necessarily weeks, but the days leading up to Christmas, like the, the holiday movies were always big for us. All the specials that would come on and right. we'd watch them as kids. And um, it's funny cause our parents recorded um, like, I specifically remember like the Rudolph um, special, the mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. one, um, Rankin yeah. and Bass, that's who did it. Uh, our parents had recorded it on VHS and so we always rewatched the VHS, but it included like all the commercial breaks and stuff. <laughs> and so when it came out on DVD and I finally watched it on DVD, there was like all these scenes that I didn't know existed because they were cut from the, the TV version. So it would fit into like a half hour. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> there's like this whole scene at the beginning with the newspapers and the storm and all the stuff that was like not in <laughs> at all. <laughs> that was the worst worst part of those types of things is realizing that they're cutting stuff out of it for 
for it to fit. And you're like, oh, I feel gypped. For time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't remember this scene. Yeah. yeah <laughs> My the, big question that I have kept, though, is like I love – even now, even on my own, like I have like a whole day where I get my Christmas tree, I put on Christmas movies, and just let them play. Like I have tons of them that I'll just play, and I decorate my tree and usually get pizza and then make hot cocoa later. Like I have done that now for probably 15 years or so. <laughs> and that's, um, that's funny because it's almost what we do, except ours is more specific. And I'm one of those, I'm one of those people who is like, I can't, I will not put my tree up until it's at least December. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't care, you know, Thanksgiving needs to have yeah. its time. I want to enjoy my fall decor, I guess, you know, until yeah. December. But our tradition is always when we put up our tree, we, we usually like order pizza and we always have hot chocolate, but we turn on Elf as we decorate nice. our tree. And so every year, like that's the first Christmas movie. So, you know, uh, this year, you know, as the stuff's coming up on all the streaming services, um, it's been, oh, can we watch Christmas movies? Like, no, not until we put our tree up and we start with Elf. And then after that, you can watch whatever you want. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's just what I it's I usually been. start with White uh -huh. Christmas and maybe mm -hmm. Love Actually. And then I kind of go with whatever's around or if I'm like, on a streaming service, whatever, just is suggested next. <laughs> yeah. All those terrible Netflix Christmas movies. You know? yeah. Oh right. gosh, yeah, I've watched so many of those. You got to get your ugly sweater on so that you can watch the horrible <laughs> <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> Are there any other traditions? I love that you guys have held on to so many traditions from when you were younger. And I, I, it's making me like reflective and think of like, well, what can I want to do that now too? <laughs> like, see if there's any way I can modify mine uh, to bring some of mine back. But uh, are there any other traditions that you guys miss from your past that you would bring back? Hmm. It doesn't have to be like Christmas or, or Thanksgiving, like, uh, we can broaden it to other traditions too. <laughs> other holidays. You know that yeah. one Easter now. <laughs> um, I mean, we had Easter traditions. Bring back too. the Easter hunt. <laughs> yeah. Which didn't like Easter traditions didn't quite take hold the way they did when we were kids. But I think that's just because we're not <laughs> a religious household. Um, the but... Easter hunt, it sounds like it's like Easter Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, that's what it would like, be. It's like that would eggs. be awesome. <laughs> like do like an adult Easter hunt, but it's like paintball. Nice. And like nice. I don't know, something like that. Like the purge. The like there's like gift cards <laughs> yeah. inside the eggs. It's like for like fifty dollars at grocery store or or something like that. They're like yeah. adult adult eggs that you find, but you have to <laughs> not get shot by a paintball. <laughs> That'd be great. I think that's I think too we close should to everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> should declare a millennial holiday year and so like i don't know we don't really do anything every in, holiday in the early modified. months but yeah everything's modified <laughs> to like give us gift cards or discounts on, on basic living expenses so yeah yes. like, you know easter egg hunts with walmart gift cards or whatever yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, uh, i don't i don't definitely. know i think i think i miss i miss like the big family get-togethers from when I was a kid like everybody brings you get to see all your cousins and your aunts and uncles yeah. and everybody your grandparents at least 
once a year, if not twice, you know. Well, now, like, I don't think I would be as keen on that. I mean, partly some of our relatives have passed away, so (laughs) um, they wouldn't be involved anyway. But some of my relatives, I just don't want to (laughs) see. So it's this is true. This is true. I could concur with some of that. I mean, I do live here and you are back there. And so <laughs> I just I just put distance between us and our relatives. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think if I were to bring back one, it was more of a recent one. We didn't do it as kids, but we did it like as teens and up is our mom would make all these sugar cookies and we would all get together and decorate cookies. And we kept that up through most of the time that we were all in California. And when our brother lived there too, he and I would get super competitive. Like we were making these little scenes on our cookies using like toothpicks and stuff. Like you just <laughs> were in that. Um, so Very I love that. I mean, partly because I didn't have to bake the cookies or make the frosting. Like I just got to show up and like decorate neat stuff. Um, (laughs) but I think that's the one that I would bring back now. Um, yeah. And I've tried that one in like kind of recent years. I think the last one we really did was 2020. The, the year we were all stuck inside, like I made the cookies and frosting and we did cookie decorating and, and stuff. But now I, if I want to do it, I have to make the cookies. I have to make the frosting and and it's exhausting and I have a million other things (laughs) on my plate. So no, thank you. <laughs> thank you, mom, for making all of those cookies and frosting all those years. Yeah. Like, you know, she she has the advantage of having been a stay-at-home parent, so she had more of that time to do those things. And I just, you know, I work and, and stuff, so I don't have time to keep up with some of those high-maintenance traditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. and now my the family that is out here, this is kind of funny, but they want to do something similar, but more like a cookie exchange and totally scheduled it during a time when I can't go. (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm working. I I can't do one o'clock in the afternoon in the middle of December. Most of us can't. So like a few of our family members are going, like the ones that have luxury of staying home or are already retired. Um, But the rest of us, (laughs) we've been cut out of that tradition. So... (laughs) I don't know. This is why it's time to start some new, fresh traditions, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Times change, and like I said, you gotta keep up with uh, all those changes, and but still keep a hold of the traditions, and uh, they just gotta get modified. I guess I'm I'm becoming okay with that because Mm -hmm. at first it's 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 sad, and you know it's it's hard, and you you think that that tradition's never gonna be the same anymore. You know, when the family moves away, or when you know. all the changes that happen in life, you know, finances, everything. Um, I think it, I think it's more nostalgia makes me like reminisce of, you know, reminiscing about them and and thinking about those times in the past, like the nostalgia makes me miss it. But in reality, I probably am happier at evolving my traditions as life changes. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. I can, I can get on board with that too. So with uh with that being said, we do have a uh, our segment that we like to call you. <laughs> and we're gonna give this one all to you. I hope you have 
had time to think about that. I have two (laughs) ewes because it started out as one. And then when Stace texted me, you know, that this is what I want you to think about. I was like, I I have like two (laughs) ewes. I can't think of memories because there's too many things. Like this is how my brain works. Um, But I have these (laughs) ewes. So um, let's see. Ew number one, because it just needs less explanation is, and, and we've all owned cats, um, <laughs> is stepping on a hairball barefoot. Uh, first, yes. first thing in the morning, you're at the way yeah, to the bathroom or whatever. It's uh, but it's not, it, you know, it's still fresh enough where it's moist. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you instantly know oh. what it is without seeing it, too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, so, ew. Oh, um, God, and, I hate that. Uh, it's uh, uh. <laughs> um, the other one was more of like a little bit of a story that's like a bigger ew that everybody should be on board with and it's people not washing their hands after they use a public restroom because oh I was just in to get my boosters at Kaiser and I, you know, it was a little early. So I went in to use the restroom and I'm waiting because the stalls were full and the lady who left the first stall just kind of gets up it leaves and just leaves, just leaves the restroom. Doesn't, doesn't wash her hands. And I'm like, one, oh we're goodness. in a, a medical complex. Yes. And two, we just had a pandemic where they had to teach us to wash our hands. And I oh thought we God. all learned from that, but yeah. I, oh, uh, yeah. Ew. Ew. Oh. I still, like people I wash your hands. Yeah, I will do a double dose. Like I will wash my hands in the public restroom and then I'll leave and then put hand sanitizer on because I don't trust the soap and the, I don't know. It's like a weird thing. If I'm out and about, like that's what I'll do. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost understand, you know, people at home, like if you, if you go use the restroom and you're only doing number one, you know, like, and you, maybe you don't wash your hands because you're at home. Like it's still gross in my head, but like, if you're in a public restroom, you don't know who touched anything in there before. Just, it takes 20 seconds to go wash your hands. And especially if you're in a medical building where there's already people who are sick, there's probably children who maybe are immunocompromised. Like you don't know who you are around, like just wash your hands. It, you know, you, your, your own body will thank you. Humanity will thank you, but it's just so, (laughs) so ill. And I mean, this was an older woman too. So maybe it's just her habits, but we just had a pandemic people, please wash your hands. And it's the holidays. Wash your hands. (laughs) <laughs> yeah there's there's times i'll wash my hands before and after like right. before mm-hmm. because it's like i just touched the doorknob i touched you know it was after my appointment or you know if i'm in a med- medical facility or i'm at the grocery store i've just yeah I, like i my hand yeah. i'm gonna wash my hands before because i'm about to you know well do the thing and <laughs> you know and then after it just i i don't i don't know how people how that slips yeah. people's minds I mean, I still carry hand sanitizer in my purse for like, and as soon as I leave a grocery store, I'm like, you know, sanitizing my hands. Like that's just a habit that I've Mm -hmm. continued because I kind of had it a little bit before COVID, but now it's just like, it's gross out there. And and when it's, the weather's cold and and there's been a lot of sickness going around, just, just wash your hands. Like that's, that's my PSA to the world. Wash your hands. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, I still put on hand sanitizer every time I pump gas. That's a good one. Um, yeah. That's yeah. all you you have to use your hands to get the gas pump out and use it. So yeah, yeah. I keep lots of hand sanitizer in my car for that reason. <laughs> yep. That's a good idea. I didn't even think about that. Because you're also like you're touching the buttons there too, if you if you mm-hmm. pay at the pump. Yeah. And like oh man. It's yeah, nasty. that's a good idea. No nasty. one wants your stink ass germs on their hands. Wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. all need stink eye because you scratched your butt and then touch the you know the the pump at the gas station and now i have pink eye thank you karen (laughs) (laughs) all you had to do was wash your hands when you left the toilet at kaiser (laughs) (laughs) well hey deb thanks for being on today yeah thanks for having me yeah we'll have you on again for sure um we have lots of other topics coming up in the new year um but for now people listeners <laughs> don't forget to rate and follow us on google apple spotify amazon music audible wherever you like to stream we are there um and if we're not there let us know and we will get there um so we just want to uh thank you guys for listening and hope you enjoy your holiday season Cat puke sucks and it's so soggy and it's cold and it's gross when you, yeah, huh? All right. <laughs> like all of a sudden, uh, right before I we got on, I had a huge sneezing fit. So now I sound like I'm all stuffy. So we're all going to sound a little. <laughs> sexy holiday voices. Right, yeah. <laughs> But you know what? Next Christmas, when all of us are just sitting on a beach somewhere, drinking our shot, <laughs> I don't know, margaritas or whatever, like, that'll be okay. <laughs> we'll just reminisce about how nice those traditions were and how this new one is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you know what?